0: another episode of Speaking Literally, where the books speak for themselves. I'm Holly.
1: And I'm Liz.
0: And guess what? We've been doing this for two years. Ah! How has it been two years? I don't know.
1: I mean, think about how much has changed in the last two years. We started this when I think we were actually part of the way through another lockdown. Um, Yeah. Or just about to come out of one.
0: So June of 2021 um and yeah. we went until yeah so it was like we were just beginning to come out and it did this like yeah. this whole idea of this podcast kind of stemmed and came about um as a result of of quarantine and yeah
1: you know. well yeah i mean both of our bookstagram accounts started didn't it because of of lockdown because there wasn't really much else that we could <laughs> do <laughs> like we couldn't go out um couldn't go out couldn't go to like just normal shopping or could do this- Food shop. We were literally... I don't know about you guys, but we... So, we could go out to do food shopping. Mm -hmm. And we could go out once a day for exercise. But not too far from the house.
0: Yeah. Really? Like, we we could go we could go grocery shopping most of like the stores um because they were perceived as being like an essential service cuz you know you needed to be able to go and and get your necessities to live and food and you yeah. know shampoo and soap and those kinds of things so the stores were pretty much open um but every other service was was closed yeah. and um we had to
1: all the supermarkets were open
0: see i want to say that we had other our other our other stores were open too but we had like restaurants were open for pickup like you could go oh, okay. and like do pickup yeah. only because i remember one of the most fun things that we actually ended up doing as a family is because we enjoy eating out as a family and it's this it's like you know my it's one of my son's biggest thing he like on Friday afternoons his first thing is when are we doing family dinner night uh, and <laughs> it's just because Aww. like it alternates who gets to pick the restaurant and so we would just order food from like a restaurant we would normally have gone to and then we have all of our like foldable chairs and things from like you know when we'd have to go watch my son soccer games and we would just pick up our food and we would just go to the em- like the empty parking lot uh like you know down the road and we would just open up the back of our suv we'd pull out the chairs and oh, we would just yeah we would just sit and kind of have like a picnic in this empty parking lot with our food because we did not want to drive home and let the food get cold you know so
1: yeah no we wouldn't not to do that
0: and see we could go outside want... for as long as we want
1: i think we could go outside for, for as long as we want but yeah we weren't like it wasn't expected that you'd travel miles to do exercise kind of thing
2: hmm.
1: which was yeah pretty crazy um so you you made the most of your one your one time that you're allowed out. all of our shops were closed uh, like closed shops and everything like that as you say restaurants were open only for pickup or delivery yeah but yeah now now two years later the, covid is a thing of the past and <laughs> here we are
0: Except people are I mean, still like, getting it's, COVID.
1: <laughs> it's still around, but nobody cares anymore.
0: <laughs> COVID doesn't exist. It's okay. We'll just we'll just pretend that nobody has COVID.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but Yeah, so two years. Yeah. I mean, I still I was actually looking back. We have a um for anyone who doesn't know, we have a document um that plans our, our shows, and I was looking back at the very first one that we that we did, and it is hilarious because it's basically <laughs> like a script. It is basically. This is what we're talking about. That this is what we're going to say. Um, it was very, very in depth. Um, I mean, now we just have like one liners for each
2: thing we <laughs> Little talk bullet points.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we just have little bullet points, but that was literally almost like a script. Um, but the bullet points and, don't yeah. help us. We still go off off script <laughs> and off tangents yeah. more than we would like to admit.
1: It is so crazy that yeah, this is a. Uh... I mean we've done more than twenty four shows because we've done um we've had a few months where we've done two two shows in a month.
0: Well this is so episode this is episode twenty six. This one that we're this 26. one right now is episode twenty
1: six. We do yeah. something for our fiftieth. Oh,
0: <laughs> yeah. Years time. yeah, right. <laughs> well, you know, we but might yeah, I mean, it... get back to where we have a couple extra uh, extra shows because, you know, if you think about it. Um, Just a couple months ago, we put out trying to kind of fill up the rest of our 2023 and we got bombarded with like, you know, authors who want to be on the show and and our own little things plus our book club. So it's we're going to get to a point where, you know, when we start opening up to, to plan for 2024, that we could very easily end up having, you know, instead of just 12, we could be back to having like maybe 14 or 15 episodes.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, it, yeah, it is crazy the response we had the last time we did that. Mm-hmm. We are pretty much – we're almost fully booked, aren't we, for the year now? We're, I think we're, we're to, done. What?
0: Yeah, we're booked. We are fully booked,
1: yeah. Yeah,
0: December. It's
1: crazy. Yeah. I remember when we first started, the amount of episodes that we'd have just me and you with the occasional author. And now it's like I always miss the episodes that are just me and you. Last last <laughs> time was really nice. It was. It was like a, an anomaly.
0: <laughs> yeah, and um, I'm actually – like on my website I have a whole page devoted to the podcast and it has like our schedule for the rest of the year. And uh Yeah, and so we're we're recording June right now, so we have uh six more months, July, August, September, October, November, December. So in those three in those six months we have three guest authors joining us and we have two book clubs. Uh one. Two book clips? Just one. One book club. Yeah, we have our next book club is in October. Yeah, because we have yeah. July is a, is Jen Bouchard, August is we're gonna be looking at um, like character development and characterization of books. So that's just gonna be us, the the good, the bad, and the ugly of characters. <laughs> September we have author Peter Baker, and then October uh, remember this is our book club. We're we're, oh, nice. we're popping the Colleen Hoover cherry. <laughs> with very we are reading verity mm-hmm. yeah and then november <laughs> is um just smith author Jess smith will be joining us and in december we'll be doing our annual recap of all of the books that we've read so our year in review so bam we're that's done gonna come on so
1: quickly I that's going to be come, coming around so so fast i know it's
0: crazy so um
1: but so far yeah so far i haven't i haven't got a uh, there hasn't been a book so far for me that i've gone this could be a contender for the book of the year not yet
0: really i've had a couple i have a couple that i'm like oh my gosh i i really i'm not gonna share my thoughts right now but that yeah I... but i mean there haven't
1: yeah but can you honestly say there's been one on par with something like tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow where you've had to like mm-hmm. run to me and go oh you need to read this book
0: Only, I haven't had that yet. I, I think the only one that comes close is a man called Uva. Um, mm-hmm. I just a good book. I just balled my eyes out. Like and that was the book that I'd actually started in, in December but finished it in January, so it counts for Jan- for it counts for 2023. <laughs> um it's all about when Goodreads says I finished it.
1: <laughs> See, I've I'm really excited about um I bought the other day I bought the fourth wing. And oh, that yes. like Instagram's going crazy about that right now. I haven't heard anything bad about it, so that I'm I'm very excited about.
0: Yeah, I need to I need to make a trip to the bookstore. I haven't gone to the bookstore or bought books in like I don't know <laughs> three months. You should
1: tomorrow
0: or tomorrow <sighs> today. Go today. Yeah.
1: Go treat yourself. I know. Go I should. And we can buddy read it. <laughs> yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So. I mean, speaking of buddy reads, we have had quite a few buddy reads in the last two years that we've read together. So... I mean, even, like, unofficial ones and, and ones where we've basically, like, read it almost one after another.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, like, Kingdom of the Wicked was an a- by accident, buddy read. Because I think I started it, and you're like, I want to read it too.
1: <laughs> I was like, sod it, I'll read it as well. I couldn't say what to read. And I was like, why not? She's reading it, I'll read it. Yeah. And that was, that was actually a really good one. I mean, also, all of our um, Serpent and Dove, yeah, Buddy
0: reads. we read that whole really whole trilogy as a buddy read. Yeah, I still did not like the second one.
1: <laughs> yeah, and the second one was was like the least favorite of mine. Yeah,
0: so it was weird, um, but I did and like course, how it ended. Be,
1: the War of Two Queens.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, hang on, let's take a step back and talk for a second about um what we were just talking about, Serpent and Dove. Did you know? that there is going to be a new book that's going to be released, I believe, September October that is a Serpent and Dove book.
1: No way. Is that the one that you sent me? I didn't actually look into it properly. Oh, did
0: I send it to you?
1: I think you sent me a picture of it.
0: Well, now I see how you respond to my messages.
1: (laughs) Here we go again. (laughs) Holly's hard done (laughs) by.
0: Yeah, so well, now that I know that I sent it to you, I can go back and look at the messages to see what I sent. I think
1: you sent it to me, or maybe maybe it was in your story. No, nope, I did.
0: I sent it to you. Oh, it's okay. called the Scarlet Veil, and <gasps>
1: Ooh, it's yeah, I it.
0: it actually is going to focus on uh, what's what's her name? Um, was it uh, the, the, the the ex-girlfriend of? I can't remember any of their names now.
1: I oh, what well, of the the Lee guy of um.
0: <laughs> see you can't remember his name either what's his name All right, hang on i have the book it begins right. with r doesn't it doesn't it begin with r i thought it did so uh oh no Jean oh
1: geez.
0: no reed reed
1: oh reed oh Is reed that was right right at the beginning with
0: r yeah <laughs> Um, Reed and Lou are you know your main oh, characters, but so, yeah, so it's gonna follow oh, her please. and john and John Luke is in there, but it's gonna follow them, it so, is it
1: and fell in love, yeah.
0: yeah, so it's gonna take po- Spoiler
1: alert, Sorry, people <laughs> I know
0: uh, it's gonna take place in the in their world, Ooh. but focus on those characters <sighs> instead.
1: Okay, that's another buddy read we have today. Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, and I think – I can't remember when I said it was – when I read that it was going to come out. But it's like September, uh, It says here
1: September, end of September. Like so September, okay. it reads.
0: So there you go. That's exciting.
1: Yeah. And it's a pretty cover as well.
0: Oh, it's beautiful. I know. Uh, I love the red and the, the bloody the bloody white rose on the cover.
1: Mm, no,
0: that's very cool. Yeah, it's going to be great. I
1: mean, we were meant to be doing – like I, we spoke about doing – Oh, what's it called? Little Thieves? Some, little Thieves? There was a book that we we're going to buddy read um, this year, which is on my Instagram, so I'm looking as we're speaking. I think it's called... Uh... There's a million
0: books it could be.
1: I'm looking now. Little Thieves, yeah, by Margaret Margaret Owen. Mar- there we go. Oh, no. Margaret Owen. Okay, well it,
0: we're gonna Mar- talk Mar- about Margaret Owen in a little bit. So yeah. uh but yeah, Little oh, Thieves. There you go. That
1: was okay. the one that we said we we're
0: gonna I should probably get it then. I don't have it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there we go, another book you can buy today. I know. That and Fourth Wing.
0: Yes. And definitely Fourth Wing. Like I just I haven't I, done I a book like, yeah. I haven't done a Has made me do it in a while. Uh that's I mean, I, definitely yeah, I, I had to
1: buy it like I saw it and I was like I'm hearing too many good things to not but to not not buy it yeah because I literally have heard no bad reviews about this book and everyone has loved it that's what I'm seeing too and And it's fantasy romance
0: (laughs) see how can that how can you go wrong with that exactly so you never know that could be our our book of the year you never know it could be it definitely could be You know, this year, like, I mean, and just a couple months ago, like, this year saw our first return author with Jessica. She came back. So that was a pretty cool thing to have been around long enough now that we can have an author come (laughs) back because they've released more books since they were last on the show. So that's pretty cool. Exactly.
1: I mean, since we had our very first author on, uh, Caleb, he's released about
0: 100 books. (laughs) At least. (laughs) And and he has a new one coming out this month with Heart-Shaped Stones, which I I didn't have it down to talk about about books that you finished. I know, Liz, I don't think you have um, started Mm -hmm. it
1: yet. No, it's, it's on my TBR for hopefully this month.
0: So I just finished it over Memorial Day weekend. And it's, you know, once you've read... Enough of Caleb's books. You, 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 any author really. You know their style. You know how how they write. Like you can definitely hear his voice in this book, but it it is a lot different. Like he created this as an allegory, and which was really cool because then at the end of the book, he takes a couple pages and he explains the allegory to you, and it is it's it's really kind of cool. It's a different book. I I really enjoyed it. So.
1: Mm. You know,
0: that's, that's one. So it's been kind of cool. Yeah. Cause we had him on, he was, one, he was our first author. We ever he was had our on very
1: first guest. Yeah. Very our th- first guest.
0: Third episode of the show. We had him on, um, and so, which is cool because we didn't, like, you know, completely make him run off of us. He still, like, interacts with us and sends us arcs to review, so. Exactly, I know. <laughs> he's, he's,
1: like, our, our, our biggest fan.
0: Right? Exactly. So, um, so Caleb, just in case you didn't know, you are now coined as our biggest fan. So we, we appreciate your support. Um, But, no, it's great to okay, support it's... him and, and, and read his book, so.
1: Out of all of the guests we've had, who, which one kind of stands out the most for you?
0: Hmm. Which
1: one makes you kind of? For me, it was Amanda Prowse because that was just <laughs> that
0: was such a fun
1: interview. Oh,
0: she was amazing. Like I, Jesus. we could have talked to her for hours.
1: Exactly. I mean, her little doggies, and um, she was fun. Yeah, that was just that one stands out as being one of my favorite ones so far. Just because we literally, it just felt like just normal chat over coffee kind of thing. Yeah. And yeah, as you say, we could have literally spoken for so so much longer. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely. It, it, it's, you know, and, and I'm scrolling back through the list of all the people that we've had, like, you know, we've talked about Kayla, we've had Kate Allen, we've had Jessica, we've had um, Sarah Johnson, Jillian Libby, we've had like, you know, some great authors, but for me, I don't know. It's just maybe because I think it's just, you know, we're just like this tiny little podcast and, you know, we probably have three people listen to us every episode and we do it for us because we have fun and we love bringing the authors on and getting to know them. And I've loved every conversation for a different reason. But one, if someone asked me which which author interview stuck out to you the most it would probably um, be Jason Rakulik, who you gonna
1: say that,
0: <laughs> <laughs> who is the author of of Hidden Pictures, yeah. and and I don't know if it's because it's like, um, I don't know, I don't know if it's because Hidden Pictures is like you know such like you know a best selling novel like yeah. you know that makes it sound kind of horrible but it's just <laughs> he's he is our biggest he's our biggest
1: author to date yeah because he's won quite a few awards for hidden pictures and it is sold a lot it's in just normal bookshops <laughs> uh, and it, he also he was such a lovely guy he was. he was such a lovely guy and also let's not forget that he has the same agent as the author who wrote tomorrow 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 that's right Exactly. I mean that's why he's so famous.
0: <laughs> and I guess it was just really I guess for me, you know, part of it is because he was just he was really down to earth. He was really mm. honest about what I mean, you know, why he wrote the book and and kind of like where he was going with it. But I think it's not only that he was willing just to to be, you know, give up in, you know, an hour and a half of his, you know, Saturday morning to record with us, but it's the fact that he also joins virtual book club meetings of, of book clubs that read yeah. his book. Like, he's very, like, just doesn't take the fact that he has, like, this, you know, big deal of a book, you know, and blows it out of proportion and feels he's better than people. And he really, you know, takes the time to 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 talk about his book and to yeah. help people understand, like, different aspects of the story and, and answer questions and just – um but yeah, like so he was probably one of the standout ones for me. Um but it but you know, it's it's hard because I think, you know, like like we said, every every author that's come on, like, has been amazing for different reasons.
1: Oh yeah, no. They've all been. We've had a laugh with so many different people from around the world, and mm-hmm. it'd be great to kind of connect with more countries.
0: Yes. Um.
1: I know. Obviously, they've mostly been either American or British, so mm-hmm. it would be very interesting to kind of have somebody in a different country. That
0: would be cool. <laughs> that would be amazing. But yeah. So, so what are you looking forward to in this next year?
1: Oof. I mean, I'm looking forward to to the other um the other interviews we've got lined up. Uh, especially uh, people like Jen Bouchard because it's a foodie foodie book, and I am a massive fan of foodie books.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, foodie is, like definitely definitely my jam. <laughs> After <laughs> all, I did I actually for Christmas I gifted um, Holly my favorite foodie romance, which is The Food of Love, mm-hmm. which I'm hoping she's going to read soon because she uh, has to because it's like part of the twelve for
0: twenty three. <laughs> no, it's not. Did I not put that? Oh, I didn't, did I? No, you gave me oh. Babel as the book That's I needed true. to read. Yep so yeah but i um, haven't yeah, I haven't it, read it, Babel it, yet it. either so <laughs> but i am i saw your post about your 12 books and 12 months by 12 friends like update and you you need to start reading some of those books you've only read like three of them <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> i'm
1: gonna read another one next um i'm not sure what i'm probably it happened one summer because i'm kind of in the in the, the um the mood for a good summer read at the moment mm. I'm ever since reading um, our book club read, it's got me in the mood for like a few a few fun reads.
0: I think my next. I read like
1: about seven fantasy in a row. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I I think I'm either gonna read how not to how not to drown in a glass of water, or I'm going to read you shouldn't have come here. That's good. One of those is gonna be my next off
1: the list. Not heard of either of those, but it sounds interesting.
0: Well, you shouldn't have come here. Just, just came out. I don't know if it came out in, in May or if it came out in April, but it's by um, Geneva Rose who wrote hmm. the, one of the more recent books I wrote. Um, uh, 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 the, um, the one, of us, one. Yeah, one yes. of us is dead. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, nice. So um,
1: I still, I want to read her first one that she wrote. I think it's called the marriage pact or the marriage perfect marriage i think it's called hmm.
0: i don't know if I remember that was the
1: first one, one. It...
0: interesting all right so back to our back to the question what, what are you <laughs> see again we we probably need to go back to a script like we did on our first episode what <laughs> uh what are you looking forward to with with the show
1: yes yeah, so i think it's mainly i really want us to kind of like to expand expand on this more because it's it's become like a little hobby of a hobby of ours mm-hmm. um and it's something that's become really kind of quite special. And I don't know. I mean, I, it'd be nice to kind of come up with ideas to, to shake it up a bit. Um, maybe come up with some different episode ideas. Maybe even have, like, little sort of mini episodes in between the shows um, that don't take, like, four hours to <laughs> to record. Or in the case of um, last week's, about five hours. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, you know... <laughs> Harry Potter <laughs> movies are very long movies, so we just yeah, you know, um, we embrace yeah, it. I mean,
1: I'm definitely looking forward to kind of seeing where it goes and and getting more guests on. Um, and yeah, just kind of working on it and really building it up to to kind of get a good community and good backing behind it. How about you?
0: Really, a lot of the same things. I just love having this opportunity just to kind of like be. A crazy book lady and just have have fun and and laugh and talk about books and, you know, and authors and just the literary world in general and it's just – it's, I don't know. Books are just a great escape for me from the craziness of the world and to be able to, to share Definitely. different books and to talk about different genres and things that, you know, I probably would never have read. Like last episode talking about I Married a Naga, like not a book I would have read. <laughs> uh, so I hope some people enjoyed listening to that last week or, or two weeks ago. It's just, you know, and, and meeting the different authors, I – it, that is probably one of my most favorite things is just having the opportunity to to sit down and and talk mm-hmm. to authors and to hear how they started and you know most of our author guests are indie authors and you know mm-hmm. they're doing this kind of just on the side because it's a passion of theirs and they just want to get their stories out and enhance of people because it's just it's it's their passion project and you know we both have dabbled in writing and i have you know the book that i started writing in in uh, november i'm i haven't touched in like about two months but like at some point i'd love to finish it and get it published yeah. and it's there's it's there's just it's just really cool and motivating and you know, inspirational oh, yeah, to, to hear, to hear the author stories and what their, what their, you know, actual ideas behind their own books are. Because we read books and we analyze them and we make meaning <laughs> and it could be completely wrong and horrible and completely missing the mark. So it's fun to just to talk. So I'm, <laughs> I, I agree. I would love to expand, um, the realm of which we're pulling authors from and just to get more people and you know I love our book club um you know it would it just you know I don't know I just I just love talking about books and I just you know want to expand to a point where people enjoy listening to us banter about books and you know, maybe they pick up a book that we're we're talking about and say, "I don't know what you're talking about." "I Married a Naga" was like the most amazing book ever. <laughs> so,
1: I've got to admit, like if I hadn't met you, there would be many books that I wouldn't have read. So.
0: And I agree. You know, it's the, the same the same <laughs> with you. And I hope that together we're able to, you know. Do that for our listeners, and you know, yeah. expose our listeners to like the indie authors. Like, I hope that you know we've sparked somebody's interest in picking up a CT Ortega book or a Jessica Gravu Glover book, and um, you know, because I think out of all of the indie authors, those two tend to be the two that we talk about the most. Um, mm-hmm. Because one, we read so many of, of Kayla's books, and we've had Jessica on, and we've read you know multiple of her books. I, I just hope that like we're, we're helping to support them as much as they help support us by being on our show.
1: I did see this. Steph's actually read the new CTO take of it. She but did. Good reads.
0: Yeah. I was like, wow. She actually, hey, she messaged okay. me and she's like, Hey, you know, is has, did Liz, did Liz finish it? Is it something we can talk about? So that's when I messaged you. I'm like, Hey, have you read it yet? <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so she, she's, she, 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 she finished it. She finished it before me. Um, so
1: oh, if I've known all three of you or like both of you read it I'd have read it by now <laughs> oh well would, would have, there'll be another one out by the time that our next podcast is oh our next I'm book sure
0: club. I'm sure he'll have <laughs> his next Warfare of the Gods book out uh,
1: oh, I am very excited about that yeah the final one the final one all right. Uh, we should probably get on to the next section. Because yeah, because we're running out passing. of time here.
0: <laughs> um, and, and it's funny because beforehand I'm like, oh, we'll have plenty of time before Jen and and, and Stephanie join us. And here we are. We have 12 minutes to finish the segment. Um, all right. That's not going to happen. No. <laughs> all right. So what's, what book do you want to focus on?
1: Okay. I'm going to make mine nice and short and sweet because I can't really go into spoilers anyway. Um, Because... So, as you may or may not be aware, I am trying to finish a series of books this year um, because I have so many series on the go. Um we finished things like Dove and Ser- uh, Seven and Dove and things like that. Um, and now, this month, I have finally finished a series of Akta. Um So, the last one in series is A Court of Silver Flames, which is a Easter of a book. I think it was about 700 and something pages. Uh, Holly's just getting out. It is like very big book
0: 757 there we go
1: 757 pages oh wait nope. it is
0: those are her acknowledgements (laughs) hang on she has like 17 pages of acknowledgements not really uh 751 pages
1: so yeah 751 pages um so yeah i finally finished that um really enjoyed it i thought it was i thought that one was the best in the series um because i am quite a big i've become a big fan of nesta who this story is about um, and it was nice to get one that wasn't Feyre, which Holly will be oh. glad about because Holly hates Feyre. Oh. <laughs> Don't worry, she's hardly in this one, so okay. you'll like it.
0: All right, maybe that's it. maybe I'll actually read it then. Like I have it, but I'm just.
1: I think you should. Yeah, as I say, it's it's about Nesta, and it's really interesting character arcs. Um, it's good. It's good. Obviously, realm setting, but we know the, all the realms by now. Um, I always like the creatures in this. The creatures are the the kind of the really imaginative part of this world is that they've gone for kind of some different different monsters as such. But yeah, so that is I finally finished that series. Uh on to the next series to complete. But that is my my one of my main books I read this month. Uh and part of the reason I didn't read more than four books this month.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what uh what's your next series you're gonna work on finishing?
1: Ah, that's a good question. I mean I did buy like Gleanings the other day mm. because i finished the scythe trilogy but i thought okay there's still one more left in the series technically Yeah,
0: um, so need to read so Queens, possibly
1: too. that um i've also got i've got so many series to finish i've got the series of brandon sanderson i read the first one of of that and yes. um, so i've still got a lot of there to do we've still got obviously the the kingdom of the wicked kingdom mm-hmm. of the cursed
0: kingdom of, yeah well yeah um, that's the next one that's i think kingdom of the is next
1: there are many many series that, did you finish that the illuminate series yes okay. yeah i did all those on um on audio yeah i really want to read the new one though aurora rising oh yeah the new series of theirs mm-hmm. i've heard good, good good things about that i need to also read the um the spin-off series from 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 Ash. i can't what's called now there was a spin-off series
0: I know she had some other books but I didn't realize they were spinoffs of Blood and Ash I know she had kind like of it a series it's in the same she has a series that it's came the out same beforehand Yeah.
1: Oh. there's one that's set in this from Blood and Ash universe and there's a few character crossovers
0: nice
1: um I thought you had one to be honest Mm-mm. hang on a second it I is called I uh... uh A Shadow in the Ember
0: oh yeah I do remember hearing about that one.
1: <laughs> there's two. There's a Shadow in the Ember, and then there's another one which I can't remember It's called. No. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I've got those to, to finish. So I've got quite a few, but I'm getting through it. I'm working my way through it because I really want to read Caraval. Um, because I've got the the next part of that series. I've got um, Once Upon a Broken Heart, which I don't want to read until I've read Caraval. Caraval has
0: a, a like a fourth book.
1: Kind of, it's not actually part of the trilogy, but it's set in the Caraval universe. Oh, in fact, okay. they've got another two books that's set in the Caraval universe. About oh. to be three because oh. there's the one coming out this year.
0: I still need to finish the. <laughs> I still have finale. I haven't fin- I haven't read finale yet. <laughs> so. It took me two years, I think, to read Legendary. Yeah. So, oh well.
1: But um, but every time, I swear every time I finish this, a series the author then comes back and goes, hey, look, we've got another book coming out in that series. <laughs> but see, like, yeah, I'm I, sure I...
0: I almost don't count books that take place in the same world as part of the series.
1: No, it's more of a... Yeah, it's more of an off
0: Yeah, because so it's focused on, on different
2: characters.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, so like, I finished from Blood and Ash. Um, so, so, I... I'm reading. Well, I just, I was struggling what I wanted to talk about. Um, I just finished the book Pineapple Street by Jenny Jackson, um, which was interesting. It's about, it's based on this mm-hmm. like, like a family. I read a review that said, I didn't like this book. Nothing happens. <laughs> um, there are no dragons. There are no fairies. There are no serial killers. It's not that kind of book. It is a book about family. And okay. it's it's, it's a, a wealthy family that has like old money, like old family generational wealth. And just some of the, the ups and downs that come with how they view society, how they navigate society. There's, you know, how, you know, because you have the, the parents and then you have the three adult children, two of which are married. And one has like one of them has kids. So it's like it's like three generations of this generational wealth and marrying, you know, when you marry into generational wealth, what that like looks like and how you're perceived by the family. And the, like it's just it's just it's just like family drama. And um, I liked it because I love books about family. So I really enjoyed yeah. it. Uh, and then, uh, and it takes place in Brooklyn Heights on like the fruit street. So like they live, like one of the, the kids and his way. new wife live on pineapple street in there in his old childhood home because the, the parents decided they don't need a big house anymore. Uh, so they moved into a smaller house on like orange street. So you have orange street, and pineapple <laughs> street, and, uh, but it was good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And then of course, right now I'm reading two foodie books. So I'm reading, (sighs) uh, Jen Bouchard is joining us on our show next month, and her book First Course is what I'm reading right now, so we'll be talking about that. So if you are interested in reading First Course before July 5th or 17th, go ahead and read it because there'll be some spoilers on that episode. But yeah, so that's kind of what I've been reading right now. Um, What's
1: the other beauty book you've been reading?
0: I just started it because I'm I'm waiting for my Audible credits to renew on the 17th, so I have to find like free Mm, (laughs) the free books, the free audios that are included in my (laughs) membership, which is kind of cool because I found a lot of like books that I might not have read. Like I just finished a fantasy called um, The Garden of Thorns and Light, which. Came okay. out in like 2020. I'd never heard of it before, but it was a great, it's, it's a, I enjoyed it. It was a, it was a, you know, it was, it was a fantasy with, you know, it just, it was really good. So look it up. A Garden of Thorns and Light. Um, And then the other foodie book I'm reading right now is Meet Me at the Cupcake, Ca- Cupcake Cafe by Jenny Colgan. So I've read other Jenny, uh, yeah. I've-
1: yeah, I like Jenny Colgan. Yeah. I think I've read the one, actually.
0: So there's a, it's a series. Um, her, yeah. Her Cupcake Cafe series. So this is the first book in the series. So, again, I'm like, I've read stuff by her. I'll give this one a shot. It's free with my Audible membership. <clears throat> so, yeah. So that's why. Yeah, I Yeah, and Jenny
1: Colgan's books. cute. I like Jenny Colgan. I'm actually reading a foodie book as well at the moment. What are you reading? Um, called A Taste of Italian Sunshine.
2: Ooh.
1: So by Leonie Mack, um... She's a an indie author. Interesting. Um, one of my net galley reads. So yeah, nice. What? all about um the main character is a wine taster, mm. and she goes to Italy. So as you can imagine, lots of of nice uh, dishes and and descriptions of of the countryside and of of Italy, which I love. Italian food and books is just yeah.
0: It's the best. The absolute. If best. I, if I
1: read any book about food and Italy, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm all for it.
0: <laughs> I I do love like it Itali- like Italy and Italian food books, but my favorite foodie books are probably the bakeries, like the little cafes. You know, yeah. that's why I kind of was like, "Oh, meet me at the cupcake cafe." I love little bakery cafe kind of kind of books. So, um my sweet tooth comes out when I when I read those. <laughs> uh, all oh, right. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. So, um. This week on the New York Times bestseller list, we always just kind of like to see what the trends are looking like every every month or so. Uh, There was a point where Colleen Hoover completely dropped off. Unfortunately, she is back um, with two. I know she just. I don't understand it. Yeah. Well, number one this week is is identity by Nora Roberts. It's her new release that just came out. So this is um, her first first week on the list and she came in at number one which knocked happy place which we're about to talk about knocked that down to number two happy place has kind of been like it's it's in first place and then a new book will come out and move to second in second place and then the next week will be back in first so it's definitely the popular summer beach read right now so i'm excited to to get jen and steph on and and get them here so we can start talking about it um number three and number five are calling Hoover so it ends with us and it starts with us are back in the list and then um ending ending it out is a covenant of water by Abraham Verghese so that rounds out our top five
1: I've so, never heard of that
0: I haven't either. I haven't heard of that book. And it's, I think it said yeah. it was on the, it's been on the list for, this is like week four that it's been on the list. Oh. So
1: I will have to look it up. Yeah. So it's been, <laughs>
0: yeah. So tell us what's coming out in the next uh, couple weeks.
1: Yeah. So we've got quite a few. Um, we've got the five star weekend by Ellen Hildebrand. Um, that comes out in the UK on the 22nd of June and, uh, on the 13th of june for the u.s uh then we've got the graces by siobhan mcgowan uh that comes out on the 22nd of june in the uk
0: i i, um, I tried to look it up. i couldn't find it i couldn't find it in amazon so <laughs>
1: maybe they haven't got american publisher yet She's is the author so oh,
0: okay so maybe that explains why
1: um, <laughs> and we've got the grimoire of grave fates which i love that name of um now this is by hannah Alcalf and margaret owen um these those are creators rather than writers because it's different writers in the book. Uh the US this comes out on June sixth and it comes out in the UK on the same day but only on Kindle and I think it's the thirteenth of June for hardcover. And then finally we've got Where Echoes Die by Courtney Gold and that comes out both in the US and the UK on the twentieth of
0: June. Do you know where Echo where Echoes Die takes place? Do you know where? what the setting is?
1: Is it is it by any chance in a...
0: Arizona. Oh my gosh, it is <laughs> <laughs> It's the main yeah. reason it made it onto my like anticipated reads for the month of June is because like what? Okay. <laughs> so just in case anyone wants to read a book that takes place in the hot <laughs> Arizona desert, you can, one, read a cool book, and two, understand what I go through every day when I walk yeah. outside. I mean, and it, you,
1: can, you pretend to be shriveling up in the, in the, the heat and dying of yeah. dehydration.
0: Yeah, when you, you the walk desert. out of your house and it feels like um, you're walking on the surface of the sun. You know, it really feels like, you know, everyone's like, Arizona, it's a dry heat. It's a dry heat, but oh my God, it's hot. Like you walk out and if it's like, you know, two o'clock in the afternoon, it's 120 degrees outside and say there's a breeze. People are like, oh, well, if there's a breeze, that's got to feel good. No, it feels like you're walking straight into a hot, like a hairdryer at high heat, just blowing (laughs) massive heat in your face. And it's just like, it's suffocating. So, yeah. I
1: mean, at least you don't have humidity. We have humidity here. So, like, our temperature, it may may be like really low, and you may take the mick out of of when I say it's a hot day,
0: (laughs) but it's humid. It it feels hot. (laughs) Here's the thing: we have monsoon season, so Google monsoons if you're listening and you don't know what a monsoon is. We have monsoon season, which runs from like the end of June through September, and it's basically massive, massive storms, and it is humid. It's hot and humid, so not quite as humid as it as it gets where you are, or even on the East Coast, because I'm originally from the East Coast, but it's freaking humid when you also have hundred and fifteen degree temperatures. So all right. Well enough of our shenanigans. So we're gonna take a quick break. We have Jen and staff who have just joined us. So we're gonna take a quick break and reconvene and we are gonna come back to talk about Emily Henry's happy place. Remember if you haven't read it yet you might want to go read it and then come back and listen because we're gonna have all the spoilers. All of our thoughts, all of our ideas. So just be aware that um, if you're if you're going to continue listening before you read the book, we're going to spoil some some things for you. So we will be right back. And welcome back to our book club discussion of Emily Henry's new book, Happy Place. So Jen and Steph, welcome back. Thank you. you. So it's it's great to see um, our friendly faces back and have the four the four amigos um, back together again. <laughs> so we were just kind of talking a little bit even before um, we recorded about just Emily Henry in general and the popularity of this of this book. So Jen, I, you were the one who was kind of saying it, so I'm just gonna kind of like and you you seem to have been the one out of all four of us you you read all of her books. Um, so just kind of kick it off with like what well, what your thoughts are on on how she's become such a popular author and the popularity, like the instant popularity of Happy Place.
2: Um, Well, actually, I I, I don't know that I can actually answer that because she did write three books before that years ago and they didn't take off. And I'm afraid to read any new work. I don't know if anyone's ever tried to go back when you find an author you love and you try to read everything they wrote like 10 years ago. And they hadn't found their niche. Uh But Mm -hmm. um, there's just something about the way she writes um, that's so intense and gripping with relationships um, that I, you know, I almost can't even explain. You know, we all read this book and it's all her all four of her stories are real intense like that. Where there's this inner dialogue, and then there's there's feelings, and then we have to resolve this, and um, she, she's so talented. I mean, there's never, the only thing I'm upset about is when I finish her books, because it's going to be, you know, it's over. <laughs> um, I don't, I can't really put my finger on it, but she, it's like she speaks my language and my humor. Like, I laughed out loud so many times.
0: Mm-hmm and yeah. i do i do love the the addition of the, the humor the humor piece of it like i like books that make me laugh out loud yeah. and relationships are crazy and messy and nasty and like they make you laugh at times and it's i think you're i, I agree like there's just something about how she presents relationships and it makes it seem real oh
1: yeah I definitely think, i think yeah go ahead <laughs> just because say, unlike a lot of rom-coms uh, this one, yeah, as you say, it's very down to earth. Very, it's much more realistic. You can actually imagine this kind of thing happening in real life, whereas some rom coms you read, you just like, that never happens. That never ever happens in in relationships. Whereas this one's a lot more relatable. And even if even though it gets pretty intense and emotional at times, I find that it's still really cozy and really mm-hmm. kind of like there's just like a nice comfort factor about her books. Um, I mean, I've only read two of hers, but both of them I really enjoyed and just. I would definitely want to kind of read more after having read those two. Um,
2: sorry, but Jen, what were you saying? I don't even remember now. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I was going to say that even with her books, even when I say intense, um, if you read a lot of romance, there's all these genres. So this was Second Chance, which was one of my favorites, which I always tell people I don't even um, in real life believe in the second chance. You usually break up, you break up you know, but I love to read about second chance and you love every character in Emily Henry's books. And there's just a way that she connects everybody that you want to know about everybody till the very end. Um, And um, she doesn't do it dramatically. Like, you know, if you've ever read a book where these people just can't be together, they can't be together, they can't be together, and halfway through, you're like, all right, you can't be together. I'm tired of them telling each other they can't be together. Well, this, you know, she doesn't write like that, where you're like, okay, get over this part. She just weaves everybody in, and it's perfect. I mean, I mean, do you guys understand what I'm saying? You guys don't reason my Oh, friend. yeah.
1: I do. No, but there's 100%. 100%. Um it, because most books there's at least like one or two characters which you don't like and that no matter what they do they're just not likeable characters whereas even the ones who annoyed me at the beginning from this yeah. book by the end he, she turned it around and she mm-hmm. made you like them and she made you relate to them it's like how can you do that and
2: yeah, she does <laughs> there some really it, it, annoying characters it. in
1: the book at the beginning some Aww. of them were like oh shut up already <laughs> But they anyway, say, so yeah, I completely agree. Um, and yeah, I mean, I've, because I've been reading, I've read a fair amount of romance. Um, and there's always the odd character in a, in a romance where you're just like, I can't stand him or I can't stand her. Yeah. So like that that is a talent. That is a talent on its own. Sorry, I'm being distracted by Steph's cats. So they're really cute. <laughs> they're right in the hallway. It? They're in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> um so who were your your favorite characters from from the book
0: well so you have six main major characters in in this book mm-hmm. and it really is broken down into three three the three couples and it, and it's weird because it's like you know they the idea that you have these friends that have been together since college or beyond or before and they've just like existed like there's so there's so much more to this book than just that romance so yeah. you know you have harriet and win and those are the two main characters those are the ones that you know the that second chance that jen you were just talking about that's the the two characters that fall into that category if you haven't read it quick synopsis they've been together for 10 years never they're engaged but never kind of solidified anything. There was all these other things that were pulling at their at their lives and so they ended up breaking off the engagement. And then but they didn't tell anybody. Nobody knew that their engagement was over. And then they end up I guess every week every summer they spend a week together at, at um is it Sabrina's? Sabrina. Sabrina's Sabrina's um dad's like summer home in Maine and mm-hmm. so they all go up there all six friends go together and this win wasn't supposed to go because they broke up he made some excuse not to go but then he ends up being there because there was some big news that Sabrina um and something with a parth thing i don't know why i can't Forth, remember the names Forth, sabrina yeah. and, and parth needed to tell them and so you have sabrina and parth who are now together you had harriet and win that are now together and then you have um kimmy and chloe right cleo cleo so you have cleo, cleo. who's the other friend uh that was yeah. part of the original group and then her girlfriend kimmy so that's the six of them and win wasn't supposed to go this summer he made up an excuse so that they didn't have to be together But he ended up being there. She wasn't aware. She walks in. Now she has to spend this week with this guy that she still loves. And they have to pretend to be together because they don't want to ruin everyone's week. Plus, they don't know how it's going to impact their their friendships because they've been friends for so long and they don't want things to be awkward. And so that's kind of like the gist of it. I loved Cleo and Kimmy. They yeah. were probably yeah. my favorite. Like I'm not a big romance person and I always like kinda go through and I'm like very critical of things and I'm like meh 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 um but I really <laughs> <laughs> I really, really did like Cleo and Kimmy and like but even more than just the characters and the romance and, and those are those are huge pieces this is a book about growing up it's a book about new chapters in life like you know Mm -hmm. we've all had our group of friends from college and where it was like college was a different time of your life when you're in your early 20s and it's just like you're figuring out life when you're now in your 30s it's life is different priorities are different things change and it's scary and i think that that's a the big theme of this is how life changes and just because life is changing and people are changing and beginning to go in different directions and starting new chapters of their lives doesn't mean people have to be left behind it's it, it 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 evolves and i mean and i think like in relationships that you see with with harriet and win that's kind of like their biggest their biggest obstacle is realizing that yeah. life is changing and they've and they're not they have to change together and they have to grow together and be honest with each other if it's going to work but that's true of life that's true of any relationship any marriage like my husband and i got married i was 21 when i got married i'm way older now and I didn't know what I was doing was 21. I was a baby at 21. I'm a completely different person now. And had we not grown together and communicated together, we would never, our marriage never would have lasted because we're neither one of us are the same people we were when we were 21 and 22. Like we're in our early, like, well now, sadly we're like in our, you know, you know, mid forties. And after 24 years of marriage, it's like we actually get life, but we had to grow and figure it out. And I think that's really the core of this book is just because things Uh are changing, not everything has to change, but, but to Liz, to your question, Chloe and Kimmy were my favorite characters.
1: Nice. I think as well as growing, I think it's also about, as you've kind of touched upon there is acceptance. It's accepting that your friends have, have changed. Your friends have grown and it's about not just acknowledging it, but not trying to keep them the same as they were five years ago, ten years ago, uh-huh. but acknowledging that change and adapting to the to the things that you do and the like the things that you kind of that you suggest to do with them, like right at the end, when Sabrina arranged all those surprises, they weren't based on what they were ten years ago. that was <clears throat> surprises for the people that they are now. And by doing those surprises, she acknowledged that they're very different people to who they were when they first met at college. And they have each got different hobbies, different likes, different interests. And I thought that was really like a really kind of heartwarming moment, um, knowing all of the people's kind of different different surprises that they got.
0: Which is actually funny because it kind of went against everything else Sabrina was doing that entire week, which was trying to relive... (laughs) The past of everything. Uh That was definitely kind of a a conflict. (laughs) So I'm, yeah. Well, and they were like,
2: nobody nobody was being selfish too. They when and Harriet were doing what was best for the group, Mm -hmm. and then the whole group was doing what was best for them, and that was just really awesome to see that, even though it looked like individually, even when my daughter. What both my daughters read this with me, and oh, I, I got them the books for Mother's Day because they're both mothers now. One's got a year a one year old, and one has a two year old. But, um, my youngest said, I don't think I like Wynn. And I, you know, when you first meet him and everything, you're like, What is going on? But you, for me, he's my favorite character. And I just fell in love with him, and she writes yeah. the men just the way that I want to see a man. Be in a relationship with someone and be vulnerable and broken at times, oh, yeah. but then just completely be all in when they figure it out. Um, but um, they were there was just no selfishness, even though you would on the surface you're not sure, but in the end they're all just like, no, we wanted to do that for you. And like Liz said, you have this awe oh, moment, so heartfelt that she put yeah. that all together perfectly.
3: I would was agree, and Wynn was my favorite too.
2: Like,
3: yeah. yeah. Though I, I don't know that any of them were my least favorite, or I liked them less. Like, I thought that the six of them together, almost like their relationship, was my favorite character. Yes. Right? Like, yes, one hundred percent. There wasn't really anything about any of them I didn't like.
1: They just gel uh, so well mm-hmm. together, and mm-hmm. you didn't see that until you you kind of got a bit more information about them, because at the beginning it's kind of like it felt a little
2: bit kind of. And then when the way I look at this now, because I was like, why are they? You know, why did she choose this? But this cover is perfect. How they're all jumping in. Uh-huh. You know, mm-hmm. I looked at that before we got on here, and you know, I true. picked all of them out, and I was like, that's exactly what they were. They're there together, jumping in. Yeah, yeah.
1: it's kind of neat. But I feel like the the more we read about them, the kind of the more gelled and the more almost like right for for each other Mm -hmm. that they seemed because you could see how close they were. You could see how much each other, like they each cared for each other and how much they looked out for each other. Um, And just the further through the story you got, the more you could see that. And that was, yeah, that was just so, it was really lovely to see.
3: So I have a question for you guys. I saw another review of this book where the reviewer was an Emily Henry fan, just loved the other books, didn't dislike this book, but made the comment that they weren't sure that they knew what to expect going into it and that they would have liked it more if they knew it wasn't a love story ahead of time.
2: But to me, I
3: totally disagree with that. That's the only role
2: I'm buying it.
3: (laughs) Seriously. And I've been thinking about that a lot, right? Because it's like, why would you think this isn't a love story? It's clearly a love story. Like, it's a fake dating, second chance, found family, like, love story. That's all true. But I also think, like, there's, it may be ultimately less about, like, their romantic relationship Mm -hmm. and more about friendship. All different types of relationships, right? Like there were scenes in this book that reminded me of some of my best friendships, and there were scenes that reminded me of my husband and I dating. Like yeah. there were a lot of different things that felt real to life. And so maybe, maybe that's it. But what are your guys' thoughts on it? Yes or no, being a love story fundamentally?
0: Uh, hmm. hmm. I Emily Henry. Kind of like Jen was just saying. That's what she writes. She writes romance. That is yeah. that is what it is.
2: Fun, fun romance. Right.
0: <laughs> I but I... Fun. I, Prompt, Prompt, I Prompt. did not... <laughs> Like as much as the romance was there and the romance story was there, I would almost agree because I'm not a huge romance reader. I like rom coms, but I get tired of them very, very quickly because they get very repetitive. I've had this conversation with with Liz multiple times. Like it, <laughs> they irritate me because of yeah. how the characters are presented. Um, it is a little different with Emily Henry's books. Uh, I will say, and we can get into this debate later. I yeah. <laughs> I did not like. The people we meet on vacation. Did not like it. Nope, didn't like it. Um, But I gave her a second (laughs) chance with Book Lovers and just devoured that book. Loved it. Five star. It was amazing. Greatest romance I've ever read. Yeah. It was so good. good. But with this one, I do feel that there is so much more that the romance aspect is knocked down several wrongs because it is like because like Mm -hmm. I mentioned before I really truly feel it's more about the friendship and the growing and the self-discovery of that new chapter of life when you've hit that new point like they're beginning like you have people that are going to begin families you're you're finding people who have found you know Harriet has spent years trying to do something that ultimately she doesn't want to do. And she's spending yeah. all this money, all these hours becoming this, this doctor that she's like, I don't want to do this anymore. But it's also about, and this was something that's, that struck me when I was done was, holy crap. As parents, we impact our kids life decisions in ways that we will never know until our kids yeah. are our ages. And that is that, was a driving force for for why harriet was was so scared it's like she's she's influenced by her family she's influenced Mm -hmm. by what her she saw in her parents marriage like there was several moments throughout the book where that was also a piece so it's like there was so much depth to this book that romance was just kind of like the icing on the cake. But it wasn't the cake. The cake was a story about life and friendship and family and growing and learning and accepting that next stage in life.
3: Do you think that part of that is because a lot of the actual romance, the, like, falling in love and that, like, new fun feeling was told via flashback as opposed to, like, experiencing it for the first
2: time. Yes. Like Book Lovers was happening in... in, and that. in Actually, yes. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, I think it gave it another depth of um, mm. intimacy and understanding, especially as frail as Harriet supposedly was. You know, she was trying to hold the group together. She was trying to hold her family together. she's trying to hold Win together. And I normally don't yeah. like a weak female lead, but Emily Henry just takes my legs out from under me because if I say I don't like something and she writes about it in a way that I, that that character doesn't even get annoying because she does such a good job of balancing, Mm -hmm. you know, she doesn't beat beat you to death with this one thing where you're like, I read about her, you know, falling apart one more time. But you know, with this, (laughs) it's, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. these romance are like be together already or just break up. Like I just, put the book down because romance and rom coms annoy me too, Holly. And Emily Henry has ruined me for a lot of romance. <laughs> everybody can write, you know, everybody's published now, but there aren't that many great books that come together. Yeah.
0: But it's because most of them are so formulaic. They all follow mm-hmm. like a very similar structure, and it gets it's so impressive. annoying. But what I also have noticed about Emily Henry's books from the three that I've read is she also doesn't stick to one trope. Like, people no. we meet on vacation mm-hmm. was friends to lovers. Uh, book lovers was enemies to lovers. Enemies to lovers, yeah. Yeah, and then this one was, you know, that second chance and fake dating so she is not mm-hmm. in a rut like she approaches every single story differently and i love the fact that it, it is different because i don't like friends to lovers and i'm sure that's the main reason i didn't like people we meet on vacation but i do like those other tropes and so that made me a little bit more you know interested
2: Beach read is um enemies to lovers also
0: Oh, see, that so one good. I'm
2: quite interested in reading. It is so that good. And be it. prepared. It has nothing to do with the beach. <laughs> uh, at a, it's a cool it. beach. <laughs> it's like lake houses in the small town. Ooh. And I know when <gasps> the, like, I first read her book, people were blasting. I thought this was the beach. And I thought this, I'm yeah. like, get over it already. Yeah. Like, she can see anything. <laughs> if I'm interested, I don't want to put it down. Yeah. I don't care what the cover looks like. I don't care. Like, I read a review where someone said that all these books sounded the same, and I did listen to some of this with Julia Weiland, who's my favorite narrator, but they said, if you're not paying attention, all four books are all the same, and her voice, and everything is the same, and I thought, man, you are really a hater, and it reminded me, has anyone read The Hating Game? Mm -mm. Yeah. Yeah. Holly Thornton. Now, that oh. was another one that just stole me, and she's never I been able that. to deliver on any of her other books. I pick them up at 98 Cent or something, <laughs> and then there's another one. I hated them all, but that book grabbed me and is the closest thing the way Emily writes. And Yeah, I um, they agree. They are, they're like, well, you didn't really focus on where they were. You didn't really talk about what was actually going on around them. All, you, all it was was relationship. Well, that's all I want. Because um, if you notice, it's all of every situation was just, you know, they did eat, you know, lobster rolls and stuff like that. Yeah. But you don't really know where they are. You don't care where they are. Um, and...
1: But when it comes
2: to a good romance,
1: it the setting isn't really the be-all and end-all. If yeah, you have good eight. characters, good character progression, um, that's the thing that really makes romance novels. Mm-hmm.
3: And at the same time, I feel like she doesn't, Skimp on setting,
1: like she did a really great Mm. job of like
3: talking about being at the coast and crashing waves Mm. and the smells, without it being an overly descriptive, Mm. yeah, distracting part of the story. Like it was just enough to be like, oh, I want to be at the beach right now. Like Maine (laughs) sounds amazing, Mm -hmm. and then you move back into the characters, which is the reason you're there. Yeah, yeah. They could never.
2: They could have never left the house, and I would have been happy with every single dialogue. Mm (laughs) <laughs> because she writes that well. Yeah. Because it was always about relationships and growing up. Yeah,
0: like and, and they they knew each other so well that I loved that initial dialogue when she gets there and she's picked up from the airport and they're talking about her face and, like, they're joking um, and how she bought her new face on Etsy or whatever. But yeah. I just love, I love quick-witted banter. And yeah. it's yeah. so fun. And it's just, like... And it's funny because I'm like, obviously, as an author, she has time to kind of come up with that, but... I have two friends that are so quick-witted just like that, that they could have that exact conversation in the moment. And so I like, and it frustrates me. I'm like, I wish I was that quick-witted. Like I can't (laughs) like, so it's just, it's just, I love it. It's just, it's so fun. And it it just shows again, another depth and dynamic of how close these people are to each other, that they can respond like that with each other and just continue it and have it be this long dialogue.
3: Yeah. And, and all of them. Yeah. And every book yeah.
0: Every
2: single book is like that. She's on point and you're laughing and you can't believe that they were saying that. I mean it's just perfect. <laughs> it's just perfect. And you're just it's so funny. Also I really want to go to Montana now. I know. I about Montana. Oh, it just yeah. sounds like. And of all the amazing. things she picked that character to make tables, and I, I thought that was loved fascinating. That. The way she looked I at it.
0: You know, and if and the scenes, oh, Go ahead. No, Steph, go ahead.
3: During the scenes where, like, she was doing pottery, and then they were talking about his tables. yeah, and it, like it reminded me of, um, like Sweet Home Alabama. Yes, end, he, yes! When he makes the art. The from art. The stand. Yeah.
2: Do we know? Like, oh, they're Mo? Both meant
3: to be like emotional artists together, <clears> like. Do this. <laughs> but what
0: it and, also
1: oh God, when shows. I,
0: when I, about, oh. <laughs> I was going to say real quick. What it also shows is that you don't have to go millions of dollars in debt and become a, a doctor and have this prestigious career to be happy. Like, mm-hmm. she was miserable doing that. And some people, that is what's going to make them mm-hmm. happy. And we need people like that. But yeah. it's okay that she didn't do that and that she found her piece doing pottery with someone who found yeah. his piece building amazing tables and yeah. you know i just i love i love that fact that they that they presented that as you know what it's it's okay to make choices in life that are good for you and not at the expectations of others
1: and how say you- how
2: much
1: go ahead let's I was just going to say also, how much did you love the, the reference to Ghost when they're oh, in the pottery yeah. shop?
2: It was cute. And she couldn't so like, yes. get her arms around him. Yes. Oh. <laughs> I it. I and I love loved him. when he got to the airport and just how they both oh. talked to each other. And then he, yeah. you know, he, he was that perfect male character for me oh. about you know when he finally tells her exactly how he feels because you know he yeah. was just kind of holding back which is his character he never shared a lot in that group to begin with and he was like i decided i would do this and then i would do that and you're just you're just going oh because he had finally yeah. said this is what i was determined to do and then she felt that same way because uh-huh. he's like what are you doing out here and I, it was perfect
1: yeah that was really sweet okay this is a, a question for you So you've read all of the emily henry book's where does this one stand against all of her other ones would you say it's her best one would you say it's the there the, are the better
2: ones uh i wouldn't say it was better i loved all four of them um you know and i read over 100 books a year but i you know i Carefully put them away from each other all the time. I never try to compare them. Um, but I thought they were all... What I felt for this one, I felt for all of them. Um, okay. The last one, Book Lovers, my daughters and I read that together. We, we just read her books together now mm-hmm. when they come out. But they loved that book because of the mm-hmm. sister relationship. That Like, my Aww. two daughters are two years apart. And they both just loved that part. But then there was that romance, too. So I purposely separate all of them. So I don't really have one favorite. I loved the relationship between the romance and every single one. And it's, I can't, you know, it's hard to explain how she even did this one um, and how good she is at it. Yeah. They were all different. Um, But I think this one, it was as good as all of them. Like, I don't think she's losing her touch at all.
3: I've only read this one and Book Lovers, and Book Lovers is the greatest romance I've ever read, and <laughs> it's amazing and wonderful. But this is like, if Book Lovers is five stars, this is like 4.976 yeah. stars. You know? like, uh, yeah, yeah, I'd
1: agree with that. I would say um, that it is, yeah, they are very, very close. I think I would, I only just preferred Book Lovers, but Happy Place was, it's definitely up there with like one of my favorite rom coms.
2: Well, before this one came out, Book Lovers was everybody's least favorite that I was reading about. They loved the first two more. And um, I don't know if it's because she was from New York. You know, she was a pretty strong character. But a lot of people, like a a lot of my friends that I am on Goodreads with, said that they just didn't like that one as much. But I love, I mean, I loved Book Lovers. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was so good. But this one, you know, like. I, I just love the way she writes. And I just hope she keeps writing.
1: <laughs> oh No, definitely. I mean, also, what I find each time reading her books is that I would love for this to be made into a film. <laughs> because oh, yeah. it's just, it'll be so easy to do. It's not like one of those unrealistic kind of something that would take millions of pounds to do. It's just very down to earth. And it would just be like a really cutesy kind of rom-com. Um, I,
0: and I think these are the books that could be made in, like rom coms that could be made into movies because there's so much yeah. more depth to it. Like, um, like Jen said with with book lovers, there's there's a there's a sister, there's a sister line there. Like, there's just a family. It's and and their jobs. It's not just based on you know the the two characters. And yeah. there's just yeah. so much more to it. I mean, and. For me, I've read three books, and it's for me, it's also very clear as the order. Like, Book Lovers, by far, my favorite of the three. Happy Place, my second. And then, way down the list would be People We Meet on Vacation. And I'm sorry that I don't like it that much, but it just... There's just something about it that just...
1: Now you've got to read beach reads. I do. I do need to read beach reads.
0: So... (laughs) Because it's enemies to lovers, and I should have known going into people we meet on vacation that I don't like friends to lovers, and so I should have known going in that maybe I shouldn't read it because I'm not going to have a, a super positive, you know, impression of it. There's definitely things I liked about it. Um, I, I I did like their all their different trips and learning about the people yeah. the people that they met like i like the one thing i didn't like was their relationship i liked every other aspect okay. of that book um and their and their their cool trips that they took so but,
1: yeah. and didn't you say that the place that they went um to stay in this inhabit place that you've been you've been to before didn't you
0: say that For who? i've been to maine i i you? Yeah, so I've I've been to like a little coastal town in Maine. Um, it's 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 beautiful. It's fun. Like we went to this little seaside. Um, I don't like seafood, but the people I was with did. So we went to this little oh. seafood place, and it. So funny funny side story. We. They all got lobster. They all got Maine lobster. You're like, we're like, we're in Maine. We got to get the Maine lobster. We're right on this, on on the coast. I got like a chicken. Yeah. I figured that it was gonna come like, you know, like a chicken breast or two. No, like when they brought it, was like literally like the chicken with its legs sticking up. Oh. Um. But so that went down in front of me. And then they all got lobsters. And like literally, it was like they took the lobster out of the tank, cooked the lobster put the lobster on the plate, serve the plate. Like oh, wow. they didn't like clean the lobster, they, they didn't very get the meat.
1: Fresh them, yeah. Right.
0: But they put all the lobsters down and all the little lobster's beady eyes were facing me. So I had like oh. five <laughs> little lobster heads <laughs> facing me, plus this like full live chicken minus its head on my plate in front of me. And I'm like this is the worst meal ever. Everybody needs to turn their food <laughs> away from me. Like it was miserable, um, but no, it was, I'm, they loved it. They thought it the food was great. Maine is, is a beautiful, beautiful place. So I can only imagine how beautiful that this, this was for them. And how I'm hard it like, must be any, to never any be able meal to,
3: where my food has a face.
2: Yeah,
0: it was, it was brutal. And this was like, God, this had to have been 20, 20 years ago, maybe even a little bit more, that we that we did this. And I still very, very clearly remember their little lobster beady eyes, boring holes into my soul. So.
2: Well, my best friend at work, she's only been there a year. She just moved here from Maine. And her mom just came down two months ago, uh, drove in a truck, kept the like five alive lobsters, <sighs> in a cooler oh, and nice. down here so she could cook them um and make lobster rolls mm. is that like, quite close from where you are yeah uh well wow. it, i think it took her two days to get here yeah. so in South Carolina. but um lacy her name's lacy and she always talks about lobster rolls and make lobster rolls and lobster stew and, she, you know, her mom was just here two months ago and went on and on. And I'm like, Lacey, I'm reading this book, and they're from Maine, and it's a lobster fest, and they're eating lobster rolls. And so, you know, she grew up there, and it, that was kind of neat cause she sits right beside me. I can touch, we can touch hands, we're that close. <laughs> and, and I'm constantly trying to talk to her about the book. I'm like, they said they were doing this and doing that.
0: I did love kind of that scene in the book when they were at the Lobster Festival. Like, that yeah. was just... Uh-huh. And, like, on that the Ferris cool. wheel, I I just I oh, thought I that was... I wanted to be there. That <laughs> <It> was so <laughs> fun.
1: I mean, you guys, American food festivals, just sound amazing. Every time I hear of them, they sound so good. Yeah. <laughs> I love food
0: festivals. They are amazing. They really are amazing. Uh-huh.
1: They just sound so awesome.
0: And now they have, like, food truck festivals. Those are pretty cool, ah. too.
1: Yeah. Food truck festivals. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, with like, like 25 different
0: food trucks all in one spot. Okay.
3: Like
1: yeah. Wow. We yeah. have one
3: on the, the street today.
1: No way. <sighs> yeah, so you've community. got a nice cho- nice choice of din- lunch yeah. and dinner then. <laughs> yeah,
0: four lunches. Whatever. Just all day snacking like that's. Yeah. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, that's the best part of it. I also like one of my other favorite scenes in this book was and as soon as I started reading it I thought of of you staff because of your just love and passion for Stephen King and like forever now whenever I think of okay. Stephen King you're probably going to be the first person I think of
2: Me too me but... too <laughs>
0: <laughs> but when they did the, when they did like the little Salem's lots, like little movie oh, yeah. thing and yeah. like the double the movie, feature. Yeah. um Yeah. So I really, <laughs> really loved that, that scene. And it made me totally think of you. I Thank
1: love you how, know. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but most of like, most of our books always have like a little nod or a little connection to the previous book we read. Yeah.
3: Mm, that does happen a lot. Yeah. yeah. It happens a lot. You- You can't have a book in the main and not at (laughs) least talk about Stephen King. But I I was very excited when they're like, you know, Sabrina. You know, she's always going straight for Stephen King, and I was like, yes, -hmm. you, I like character.
1: (laughs) And Sabrina suddenly becomes your favorite character.
3: Hey, sister, what's up? Like, <laughs> get it? Between that and the Love Actually reference with the, like, Save oh girls' oh, yes. Oh,
0: yes. Love it. Oh. Um, yes. One of the it's best so movies so ever. Oh, I love it. That was really yeah. good. I also really enjoyed one of my other favorite scenes, and it was such a quick, small scene, but it just it just made me giggle, was when um, Harriet and Wynne went cake shopping. And they wouldn't they wouldn't give them what they wanted, and okay. so yeah. it's not it's not a wedding actually it's it's a birthday.
3: Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: agreed. Yeah, that
0: so, was very funny. Did, yeah. did
1: anyone else get the whole Pistola thing though? Is that an American thing? It's a Boston thing. Mm-hmm. It's a, a New
3: England phrase. I and guess. so I guess it was probably meant to be like an inside joke kind of east coast yeah. deal but yeah you have to imagine it with a boston accent and then you're like uh, yeah <laughs> got
0: it <laughs> but yeah that was funny They. it was super fun yeah i just yeah it was such a it was just such a great book and there were so many just you know additional elements of it that just you know Make it so much better than just a traditional rom com book. Like there's just a depth to the characters, yeah, yeah, a depth to the the surrounding pieces of it. Um, and I and I mean, y- you know, on the romance piece, that um, outside shower confession scene, like towards the end, like uh, uh, yeah. when it comes to romance, that was between that and the 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 ghost scene when she's oh. doing the pottery, and he comes in, but that. <laughs> That uh, just shower, outside shower where he's taking that shower and she just goes up and bears her soul <laughs> to him. Like, there's just – that was – when it comes to romance, that was amazing. And
1: then bares a whole lot more. Yeah, what?
0: So I'm intense. just talking about the conversation.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Of <laughs> course you are,
3: Of <Holly>. course you are. <laughs> Did any of you have a time where you thought – They weren't going to end up together. We weren't going to have our happy ending because I started reading it and I was explaining to my husband why I liked her last book and how I'm excited for this one and they're fun and you know, they're going to end up together. And he's like, what if they don't, not all romances end up together. And I'm like, you can't say that. It's an Emily Henry book. Come on. And then once they both had like logically decided that this was just going to be it for them and they weren't going to have any more time together, which is a lot like book lovers in that regard. I was like, they don't end up together. And Jason's right about this. I'm going to be real mad for a lot of reasons. (laughs) But I really was worried for a little bit that they were going to, like, just, we just can't do it, guys, for no good reason.
1: Yeah, it just felt like we had loads of, oh, are they going to? Oh, they're going to? Oh, no, they're not going to. Oh, are they going to get back together now? Like, there was loads of those, like, almost, like, near misses as such. Uh um, But it did kind of. I had the odd little niggle of down my head. I was like, "You can't. They they can't not get back together. This is a romance. This is this is." The like at the
3: end we're getting real thin. Exactly. And we we're getting
2: close. <laughs> I was like, "What's gonna happen?" <laughs> yeah, she only writes happily ever after, which is my favorite genre. And some yeah. people don't like it, they they are they like happy for now is what they call it. But I would stop reading her if it wasn't happily ever after. Like. I have you a stressful job in the medical field, and I want to read something happy, maybe over the top, where they're just madly in love and have <laughs> a really great relationship, and I'm going to smile and hug the book when I close it. And maybe you wouldn't know until you finished it. Yeah, well, she writes so well that you are going to <laughs> – whatever direction she yeah. takes you, you're going to feel every single thing. Like you said, Steph, you don't yeah. know – you're like, wow, you know, because she's really taking me here to, to where it's difficult and I'm believing it because she's that good at writing.
3: Yeah, agreed. And also, like, my least favorite romance, yeah. not a genre, but, like, trope or whatever yeah. is the miscommunication. Like have
2: oh, had hate, they hate gone,
3: that. They could just talk. Like, that mm-hmm. drives me crazy. And Well, I didn't dislike it in this book because I think they did it well. It still was frustrating to be like, if you both would just stop being so rational for a second, Mm
2: -hmm. you'd be fine,
3: right? (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah, I put those books down all the time and I feel like everybody writes that and you're like, we don't want to spend 70% of this book. One of them says we can't be together or they're misunderstanding. It makes me crazy. I want to throw the book across the room. I'm like, we've wasted this whole book. Because we can't be together or we don't, you know, like, please just have a conversation.
0: (laughs) And I think that's why I don't like a lot of like why rom-coms irritate me and I can only take them in very small chunks because they all have that miscommunication aspect. They all are just like, I'm going to be super stubborn and not communicate (laughs) because in the real world, we all know we have to communicate with our friends and our partners because that's the only way things work. But in a book, for some reason – that just completely goes out to the wayside and nobody talks to anybody. And it drives me nuts. And there were, there were a couple points in this book too, that I was just like, Oh my God, if you would just speak, it would be okay. Mm -hmm. But it, but I would also agree that it wasn't to the extent that I typically see in a more formulaic rom-com. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: And you know, he, you feel like the whole time, that he was the problem, essentially, the way they broke up. But, you know, when you start to look at Harriet's character, you realize that she was the one, like you uh-huh. said, you would never fight with me. You never told me anything. So she was really the one that was just, I felt like, was destroying the relationship. Yeah. And because the whole time, I'm like, okay, young. when? what did you do? And who are yeah. you with now? Uh-huh. And as you go along, yeah. you're like, oh, no, this wasn't <laughs> really him. It was her. Uh-huh. Yeah, you, know, you don't even realize that till it's halfway over that you're like, oh, she's enabling everybody.
0: And and it's, and part of it's <laughs> because she didn't know she was because she yeah. was so uh-huh. impacted by watching her parents' kind of miserable marriage and doing yeah. a, like and becoming a doctor to please her parents. And mm-hmm. she didn't realize, I don't think, that this was all happening to her until she had that, you know, that. Epiphany moment where she's like, "Oh,
2: what do so,
0: I want? What do I want in life? And I have to live my own life." And it and it came from all the experiences because, you know, they all of them had some secrets and some things that they weren't sharing with each other. Like, when and Harriet never told their friends that they had they would broken up. They wouldn't even really talk to each other about why. Like, but then you had Cleo and Kimmy who were keeping secrets, and Sabrina yeah. was like. And and those secrets were pushing Sabrina away, and that was like so yeah. they they none of them really were great communicators at this point because they were all scared to communicate because communication sometimes changes things.
2: Yeah. yeah. So,
0: Definitely. Yeah. All right. So all right. So to wrap up our conversation, then, um, we'll start with Steph. So Steph. Overall, impressions, thoughts on the book?
3: Overall, I loved it. I loved the relationships. I loved that it reminded me of my favorite friendships. I loved that it reminded me of dating my husband and, like, just kind of some of the funny things that we did in our relationship um, were the same as Wynn and Harriet's background. Um, I thought that it was really true to how people would really behave like they're that's one of the things sometimes with romance that can get out of control is when it does get over the top and these were very real people with very real flaws but yeah. also like a real genuine love for each other and so I think she just writes characters in such an incredible way so mm. uh, yeah absolutely I mean I read it in two days like it, I thought about it when I wasn't reading it yeah. you know it was like yeah when can I get back to my book um, yeah. awesome on a work day. So, yeah, I thought it was I thought it was fantastic. Glad we picked yeah. it. Love the cover too. Super happy with the hot pink. Mm. Mm-hmm. All
2: Isn't right.
0: They? Steph, what are your or Jen, what are your thoughts?
2: Um I <laughs> I'm actually speechless. I mean, she did such a good job. I was skeptical that she was, you know, was she going to burly pull off something new. And I I do feel like this book was so different from her other books, but still the same. She writes Mm -hmm. really strong characters. Um, You know, I want to read even about a detail about all of them getting into a car, for example, like everywhere they went, how they were doing it. She just draws in the reader like no other person. And of course, always the happily ever after, which is, you know, my end game in every book. It's romance that I pick up, but um, I would say that I feel like she's getting better and better each book, even though they're different. But yeah, I loved it. Five star. Can't wait for her to write another one. Liz. Yeah. I mean, basically what everyone else
1: has said, um, really enjoyed it. I didn't find any characters to be kind of basic or 2d. They were all very well-rounded um, pretty complex characters that you couldn't judge from the first the first chapter because they came out as so much more than what you originally thought they were. Um, even though, as I say, we, we didn't have a massive amount of setting, we hadn't had enough to really kind of put us in the situations and help, like, get us to imagine where they were, which just made me want to go to all of those places. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, you know, it was just a really, really well done summer read. And yeah, I definitely want to to check out the other ones. Um, unlike Steph, I've only read Happy Place and Book Lovers, so I shall definitely be picking up the other ones. Um, how about you, Holly?
0: Yeah, it's the same thing. Like I really enjoyed it. Uh, I still think that Book Lovers was a little bit better, but Book Lovers and Happy Place were for me great. And it was it's it's a refreshing rom-com kind of read Mm -hmm. and that's what i really appreciate about emily henry and i mean i think i've said it like 17 times so far so i don't need to say it again uh but (laughs) but i i did i really liked it i love the dynamics of the characters and and even though like you know you have six main characters and they were all developed very differently and for an an author to be able to keep each of those characters true to the nature that she created them is definitely a sign of her talent and her ability mm-hmm. to write definitely. and tell a story so i really really truly appreciate that i do love fake dating i do love second chance romance i i, I so those those are two of my you know favorite romance tropes mm-hmm. so that helped too and i love the set i just loved And I love that it was different. Like every day they were doing something different. There was a different Mm. like scene and setting and event and um, that just added to it. So I just, I just love that the the ebb and flow of the pacing as well was just, was really, really good. Um, So overall, it seems we all kind of had the same opinion of this book, um, which is go read it. It's a great summer read. Yeah. Um,
1: 100 percent 100 percent
0: now yeah. it will be interesting what our opinion is when we reconvene <laughs> in october for our next book club and we're talking about colleen hoover's verity so don't forget ladies that verity is our next read if you haven't read it yet so
1: i'm i'm kind of scared about reading colleen, read
0: all
2: these years oh
0: that's right I've already oh i've
2: already read it
0: oh well, reread it oh it's just as you
2: say you've read, <laughs> it as well. I read it two
0: years ago uh-huh.
2: when I remember it first came out
0: I read it
3: last summer. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Okay. So it's just, yeah, just me and Holly breaking our, our co virginity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. I'll read it again, but uh, yeah. you
3: guys are, you're in for
0: a ride.
2: Oof. Yeah.
0: <laughs> What's with this guy? Uh, so, okay. I just, um, all right. I'm going to read it. I'm going to, I'm going to read it. And I'm going to keep an open mind. Um, it's
2: definitely different than her other books. It's not like yeah, her other books is. at all.
0: It's her
3: Christmas. least Colleen Hoover type of Colleen
2: Hoover yes. book. Yes, yes. Which I was really excited about. We haven't, really... about. Yeah, we we
3: haven't, haven't read Taylor, any so. Colleen Hoover
1: books, so. <laughs> so. nothing to base it on. We yeah. just know that tell she you what, it's, monopolizes it's everything. It's not a guaranteed it.
3: happy ending rom-com, I'll
1: tell you
0: that. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, that's good.
1: I mean, it's October. It shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um,
0: all right, Liz, you're up
1: okay so yeah this month's either or uh we've done like a special happy place one of course oh can i ask one
0: more question i want to i want to ask one more question before we move on to either or Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) okay what is everybody's happy place
1: my garden you got an aw might be walking the forest
0: just one well, well, mine often. is mine is a very broad one. So mine could be a lot of different things, but it's it's like um it's so also mine is like anywhere by the water. I I just need nice. water. So oceans, lakes, rivers, water is my happy place.
1: Both shows.
0: Eh. I would agree <laughs> with being by water.
3: Water is water is my calming place. Yes,
0: for sure, yeah, serenity yes. and peace. And-
3: yeah. My happy place is Bryant Park.
0: New York City. Oh, okay. Nice. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Sorry, Liz. Didn't mean to interrupt the either or.
1: No, it's fine. Okay, so yeah, so our our, um, either or this this month is happy place. What is your happy place? So as always, I shall go round. Make it easier. I'm gonna go Jen, Steph, Holly, me, uh, because that's in my order of my little chat windows. So are you girls ready? Ready. Okay. Lake house or beach house? Beach. 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 I'm getting a lake. Uh, Quiet retreat or city break? Quiet retreat. (laughs) Both? (laughs) No. Either.
0: Either. City. (laughs) I'm going to go quiet.
1: Quiet retreat. Uh... (laughs) Beach or forest? Forest. (laughs) Oof! No! Beach. (laughs) Beach. Forest. Uh, Lemonade or iced tea? Lemonade. 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 Uh, Boat or jet ski? Uh,
2: Jet ski
3: but I thought you said death ski initially, and I'm
0: not necessarily disagreeing with that but folks uh, <laughs> yes, fun. Uh, I'm going with boat as well
1: I'm going to get boat uh, sweet or savoury
2: what I'm sorry
1: sweet or, or savoury
2: oh sweet sweet uh,
1: sweet sweet <laughs> Uh, Pottery or painting? Pottery. Painting.
0: How about painting pottery? (laughs) You can't do that, do both. You can't do (laughs) that. Painting. I'm
1: going to do pottery. Uh, Cruise or all-inclusive resort?
2: Uh, All-inclusive resort.
0: Yeah, resort resort because I'm terrified of going on a cruise. I'm
1: really? A cruise. Yeah. I'm kind of, I prefer going to multiple places. Uh, hammock or a lounge chair? Do you mean like a lounger?
2: You did this one.
0: Yeah. Like just like a, a chair that like you can lounge it versus a hammock.
2: I'm right. going to say lounge chair.
0: Hammock. Hammock.
1: I'm going to be a lounge chair. I've never been on hammock, but I feel like I might fall out of it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It can happen. It can happen. It
1: totally can. Uh, last but not least, enemies to lovers or second chance romance? Enemies to
2: lovers. Enemies to lovers.
0: How about second chance romance <laughs> after they hate each other?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going like to like be together.
0: Um. Right. Wow. Right now. I used to always answer this with Enemies to Lovers, but right now I think I'm on a second chance love kind of kick, so I'm going to say second chance romance.
2: I love both of them, but Enemies to Lovers is my
0: favorite. Yeah, yeah I'm
2: going to get Enemies to Lovers. Okay. So,
1: yeah, that is it. Uh, we we kind of got through it.
0: We did.
1: I tried to cheat several times. <laughs> 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 Hollington that too. is. Good. I don't know who I got. I, I, <laughs> I, I didn't cheat. That's good I what Did too as
2: well. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the book photo that I took of Happy Place for my Insta review yeah. is in a hammock.
2: Wow, that's awesome.
1: Nice.
2: Yeah, there you that's go. I
3: a
1: hammock. I've got a, a lounge chair though. I've got a kind of a lounge chair. Yeah. So I bought last weekend. Nice. Yeah, and also uh, thanks to these girls, I now have a fav- a new favorite drink.
2: Yeah. yeah I strawberry
1: Asai. That was really nice. I had mm-hmm. it with the, the uh, lemonade as well.
0: See, we're oh, gonna make to you a Starbucks addict after all.
1: But I was saying, to Holly, I felt so American walking out there with it. I was like, <laughs> Am I, I'm American now, It's so good.
0: <laughs> There's not much that makes you more American than walking out with your little Starbucks cup.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, yeah, that or just you yeah. know, and then taking your Starbucks and going across the street to like McDonald's or something like.
3: Um... Yeah.
1: Well, I bought some like little um, little cakes from Starbucks, so. They have some good pastries, like some -hmm. some
0: good bakery. It was like a
1: trio of brownie, different flavor brownies. They're really nice.
0: Mm, Yum, yum. All right, friends. Well, we are going to wrap up. We, uh, Liz and I will be back um, next month. Um, Our July episode will will drop on July 17th. We will have guest author Jen Bouchard with us um, talking about her book, First Course. So we're talking about food. So it's a foodie book. I'm on Chapter 4. It's pretty good. Uh, And then she has another book coming out, I believe, uh, in October. So we'll be talking about Mm -hmm. um, her books. So that's always fun to have a guest author. With us. So in the meantime, hey Stephanie, where are you located on Instagram? You can find me at Books Cats Tacos. (laughs) Again, three best things in the world. Um, Can you add one? Can you add like Starbucks? (laughs) It really should just be a Starbucks marketing account at this point. So yeah, (laughs) I'll work with (laughs) someone. Okay, good. All right, Jen, where are you on Instagram?
2: Um, at Kindles all the way down.
0: I think that one's super cute, too. All right, Liz, what about you? Uh,
2: I am at Lizzie's
1: Little Book Nook and the website Lizzie's Little dot UK. And Holly,
0: what I, about you? I am at um, AZ Desert underscore Bookworm on Instagram and AzDesertBookworm.com dot com is my website. So, ladies, it is always a blast to have yeah. you on and chat with so you. So much fun. Yeah, it I was. look I look forward to talking with you guys all the time. So I, uh,
2: know, I love our book club. I say, I yeah, know. Too. they're like you some too. <laughs> of my favorite.
0: Um, and I am super excited to see how crazy it's going to get when we talk Colleen Hoover in October. So yeah.
2: Yeah. get ready. Yep. Uh,
0: so, all right, everyone. Well, ladies, thank you for joining us. Another amazing book club is in the books. We'll be back in July with Jen Bouchard. Until then, I hope everyone is loving their books try new genres read new things and enjoy the summer bye everyone
1: happy reading